guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with my friends Dan and Colin. How are you guys doing tonight? I don't uh, know if I can start the pod with that language on the top. I'm going to re-edit this whole thing. Uh, it's okay. No, 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 no. This is no. banter. This is banter. Yeah. No, so we're, we're, it's just, we're sitting on bar stools right now, just shooting this, the breeze. Shooting <laughs> the breeze, exactly. So wait, are we are we using this intro? Yeah, we're still, we're on. This is oh, yeah, okay, this great. Is it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I hope we don't Whoa. stop. Great. No, I we're doing that. it live. F it. We're doing it live, baby. <laughs> Twitter spaces. Yeah. That's what I'm on. Oh well, I guess uh, I guess we, we should int- Hey Steve, uh, now that you're here talking already. Um, this is a disaster. Just like the, the, the Giants Chargers game. Um we, we got our friend, we have our friend Steve uh, here from high school. Um, also a <laughs> big Giants fan, loyal listener of the pod, and uh, has made his first foray into stand-up comedy. You can catch him at Steve Bizzle on YouTube. See some of them sets. Throw some uh, old shows up there, next shows. When I'm t- coming to play out, if you're in the New York City area, come check me out. January 8th at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club, 530 in yeah. Manhattan. Let's go! And uh, I, I'm glad we have you on, Steve, because after this weekend, we're going to need a little uh, a little lightness to the pod, a little humor um, injected into it. Um, yeah, I know good we, luck, dude. We try to be <laughs> funny and fail at it every week, so hopefully you can succeed where we uh, haven't made it. Um, anyway, just take just, us down deeper and darker. Let's see, find the comedy in that. Well, but we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's not fitting. Like I feel like this debacle you know, pretty much put the nail in Gettleman's coffin. Well, the very least. <laughs> The very least. I mean, does anyone? What's wrong with Daniel Jones's spine? <laughs> you know, that's that's. A... <laughs> do you think he'll play again the rest of the year? I hope not. I hope he doesn't. There's no reason for it, honestly. I mean, uh, I, I was hoping, and I think someone else said this that like Mike Glennon could like give him part of his neck because <laughs> he has so much of it. <laughs> He's got a couple I'm cords to spare. His big neck doesn't make him play football worse. If he had a shorter neck, I bet he. Can you play much worse? Uh, yeah. I don't know. He tried hard yesterday to play poorly. He's not. A, he's not anywhere near a Colt McCoy esque uh, no. backup of any kind. On the field or off the field? Yeah. On the field or off? I know we. I know we hammer this a lot, but I didn't see a prayer circle. I didn't either. Hmm. And also, I, I I wanted to let you know oh, that no in the first half, either. no must. <laughs> in the first half, my only notes were Mike Glennon is an ugly man. Fact. I know we talked about this earlier, but th- when I saw the back of his head, I was like, what is that? Is that a human? Like, wh- I'm sorry. It's another face. I know we talked about this last week, but I just can't get over how I, I just don't like looking at him. At- nothing about him. I like it. I don't like anything about him. He's got an unsettling face. He He's sort of like a, like a, he's sort of like a, like a super stretched out golem. That's how I imagine him. <laughs> wow. Stretch golem. Stretch, stretch golem. Yeah. That's actually not bad. We should, that's a good nickname. He's definitely a monster of medieval folklore. That's for sure. <laughs> sure. Lives under a bridge or yeah. I could see it. You nature. told me that was his address. I'd be like, that's totally fitting for how the man appears in public. Stretch and troll, Mister Slinkity. How he plays football too is appropriate. Oh, I, don't I don't I mean, know. I don't know. Okay. Well, go ahead, yeah, let's, let's let's give us the rundown, Teach. Give us the rundown. Yeah, you know, I just got to say the things I got to say every week because it's important to subscribe to Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to the pod on Apple. Write us a review. Follow the Pigskin Podcast Network at PigskinPodNet on Twitter. Download that DraftKings app. And if you want to reach us directly, you can email us at BigBlueUnitedPodcast at gmail.com. 
Dan is there every day waiting for someone to email him. Anybody. So you never he, hit me back about that Candy Crush invite. <laughs> <laughs> I moved on. I play Mario Kart on my phone. Oh, nice. Awesome. Oh, yeah. nice, 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 nice. Um, I, I hope someone just starts spamming us at that address. Because <laughs> someone, someone like signed my wife's phone number up for uh, like something. And now she just gets like 50 spam calls and like all these porno texts all day. At least that's what she says. Maybe, yeah. maybe she's just really into weird porno. I don't know. Could I mean, be. who's not? Yeah. <laughs> so the moral story is you should spam the the Big Blue United Gmail inbox. Is that what, is that what we're asking for? I don't care. I'll just make a new one. Let's <laughs> make a new one. I can just say it on the next week. It's like, it doesn't matter. Um, now, what was the one thing my my wife said that was funny? She's like, she kept hearing Justin Herbert, and she's like, who's Justin Pervert, and why is he playing football? <laughs> he he kind of looks like one. Ah. Uh, he, look, yeah, he looks like he hasn't taken a shower in about yeah. a year. He looks like so. the kid from middle school that was really into fireworks. You know? <laughs> he had, like, a lot of M80s on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 like maybe he lived on the other end of Shenorock from me? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's like a, man. Like a damn yeah, Rankle yeah. type <laughs> of some kind? Rankle. Yeah, I mean, I guess we shouldn't say people's last names because we have all those uh, listeners, but I, I got a good hybrid. We just dox some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we don't have to make fun of people that look like they like fireworks. I mean, I like fireworks. Maybe yeah, Her- Herbert's got some fireworks in that arm, though. Yeah, well, I can't believe he got that pass I mean, off yeah. at the end of the half. The QB I mean, showdown of the century, Glennon versus Herbert. Herbert. <laughs> that, that, well, when did he throw that touchdown pass? Right before the half? And I do yeah. want to talk about that sequence later, but I'll just mention that. like, I texted Dan, and I think we were both at the same moment like later on in the day when we DVR'd it. And I was like... Dan was just like you'll. I was just like you. You don't see a lot of quarterbacks make that throw. Dan was like, well, you'll never see Daniel Jones make that throw. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> yeah, and you said to be fair, I, there's probably like what three quarterbacks that can make that throw. Anyway, and Rogers and him. I mean, who else would you say could make that throw? Uh, the NFL Stafford. Yeah, Stafford. I don't no, know maybe a couple of years ago. Joe Flacco at his prime. What about Kyler Murray? Does he have like a? Does he have a, a cannon like that? I, I yeah. haven't watched enough. He does. Like, I mean, I yeah. gotta watch the. And he's the and he's gonna move his legs. Yeah, I think Kyler could do it if you could see that far. I mean, I think uh, you know, too bad he missed a couple games because uh, I think that dropped him from the MVP conversation a little bit. But boy, he looks really good. He for has a time. long career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll, year, he'll win one eventually. You got to yeah. think. Yeah. Not this year, maybe. I mean, probably Micah Parsons should win. What? Uh, Micah Parsons for <laughs> football name. Anyway, let's jump into this. Uh, so Giants lost 21 to 7. I would say the score is very not indicative of what the actual game Wait, looked what like. Was, that wasn't the score. 37 to 21. I just what said 21-37, didn't I? Oh, the, are you, oh, are okay. you at the <laughs> end first, <laughs> not because, the winning score Because we're Giants fans, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want yeah. to okay. get the pain, get the pain first and yeah. then move on. So, obviously, that the two two garbage times touchdowns um, leaves the Giants with five losing seasons in a row and losing seasons in eight of the last ten is this good. Um, so, the first thing and only thing I really want to ask you guys is about Joe Judge. So, we kind of saw today that Joe Judge's job is probably safe, or at least there's speculation of that. So, this might be a little skewed because I, I, did, I did have this written down prior to getting the information. But when, when we see Joe Judge in his press conferences, you know, he's always talking about laying the foundations. Giants have young talent that are developing. The right kind of people are in the building. 
they they're building for sustained sustained success in the future. That being said, assuming Dave Gettleman is gone, what does this do to the GM search? And how, Dan? Yeah, your your like keyboard is like oh, it's so loud. loud I can't even hear myself. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Jesus. <laughs> I I'm strong hands, guys. I I can't help it. All right. Anyway, um, assuming Dave Gettleman is gone, what does this do to affect the GM search? And how much do you think it's going to limit the pool of a guy who wants to come in and have full control? Dan, what do you think about that? Assuming that he he doesn't. Assuming uh, Gettleman is gone, because I think that's. But Judge of, stays. Yeah, and Judge stays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, I, I think if you want to ensure, you know, your select, uh, uh, your your choice of of the top guys out there right now, you want to present them a team without any strings tied to the current quarterback. At least give them that option, whether or not they want to keep them. I think it might limit the pool a little bit. Um, but I think any GM out there probably knows, like, okay, I have to sit with this guy and start building the team, and then we'll just fire him the next year because I'm, I'm pretty down on Joe Judge right now. Um, I, I don't think, you know, the, the roster is bad, like insanely bad, but I still think we, we might be able to get a little bit more out of this team as far as showing any sort of progress. Like, no one's improving. Um, we're not seeing individual players improve outside of, you know, Andrew Thomas, maybe. Um Maybe some guys in the secondary. Um, Edge rushers, man. I think Roche and Aziz look okay. I think they're just like okay. I, I don't know. Like they're rookies. Yeah. They're rookies. Yeah. If they're okay as rookies, that's promising. I sure. know, but we don't have anything to compare them to for growth. Really, I think they're yeah. just like rookies. You can't be like, I don't know. Um, no, I mean you're right. That's, that's a good point. I just don't think. Uh, obviously, it limits our, our selection for GM. If that's the question. Yeah, I. I... I don't know who'd want to come in and deal with him and his – I mean, when it comes down to it, his like – what was – I saw someone on Twitter called – what is his way of speaking? It's this – ah, I wish I could remember it. It was so funny. It was so typical. Um, it's all empty words. It's all just like talk and, and blabbering and it's just going and then it's, there's no result. Um wh- Oh, what did I see? Uh, it's like he's uh, – Michael Kay actually said uh, he <laughs> he uh, is giving us – feeding us, presenting us poop and trying to make it seem like it's chocolate pudding. It's, that says a lot that you get Michael Kay to comment on something other than the Yankees uh, in a public forum. That's a fair point. Yeah, too. it was big. It, 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 that was trending on Twitter. Yeah. But no, I don't think it – I don't think it's as much hamstrung as you think because a new GM's – you know, they're going to come in and they're going to know that Joe Judge is on the hot seat immediately. True. Like, you're, well, he, what is he, 10 and 19 as the Giants coach? Yeah. So, he, like, a new GM can come in and he has – that buys him another year. Because if Joe Judge is bad again and the team's bad again, like, you know, just fire him and start with a new coach. And then you have, like, more years on the rebuild, especially because we're probably looking at a new quarterback. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, all things being equal, if you have a choice between a team that's going to let you put everyone into place that you want to put into place right off the bat versus having to, you know, deal with this personality for a year and, uh, you know, just a, a wrench in, in sort of your plans, I think you take the, the, the team you, that you don't have to do that for. Well, I think they're lazy, though. I think they feel like they can they can pick and choose. They're like, okay, if we get rid of the GM, we can work on the GM, and then the GM can work on the coach and then evaluate the roster that that coach helped put together and then we'll make the change which is stupid 
Yeah, but, like that's Jets. The Jets did that uh, with didn't they have Adam Gates and then he wanted a GM in and then the GM fired him. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Do, do you do you think that a follow up question, do you think that the New York market negates any of that for a potential candidate? Not anymore. You don't think so? No. I don't think New York has the allure that it that it made of in previous years. Um I don't think a lot of people that are like at least head coaches, uh, maybe GMs, like necessarily have a strong desire to live in New York. Some people are actively like turned off by it. Um, but if you're if you're going for that, like one of the best positions in professional sports, you're not going to want to do it in the best market, the most difficult market. Some people will, but I don't think the, <laughs> probably the people that the Giants want to hire um, might not. Well, that's the thing. Like there, this is like the first time in many years where it almost it, it doesn't seem like there's an obvious marquee name either uh rooted in the nfl already or in college that you're like oh he's got to be the next coach like i don't i can't think of anybody and i, I feel like it coach or gm yeah a coach or gm for that okay. matter think about it like there's not there's usually that name that's floating around that you're like oh yeah like that would be great to get that guy it would be possible to get that guy but they don't even like I don't know. We're in like the doldrums of that right now, it seems like. Well, the fan base is not hungry. We've been completely turned off from like having a fever to win. Like we've been losing for so long. We want to win now. So why not just bring in the GM, keep Joe Judge around and let the guy evaluate the team for a whole year before you start actually caring about what he's doing so much? Because that's Gettleman came in. He said, wait and see all these dramatic moves. Wait and see how it's going to turn out so good. You have to trust me and look where we are. So I, mean, I think a guy just slow playing it coming in a whole year, pretty much we know a dead year just to look at Daniel Jones. Maybe we take a guy as a second round pick, like, you know, no aspirations at all, but not like tanking, but like really just seeing what the team is like no pressure because, you know, if you're bad again, that's it. Well, I guess that's the definition of pressure, but yeah. for these but guys, they could, they could get fired tomorrow. Another but that's the thing. Year? They, they're Come doing on. it now. The evaluating is happening now. Wasting that pick on Saquon for wasting that pick on Daniel Jones. Those things have to be paid for. They were they took out a monstrous loan and a big chance on those guys, and they're both misses. So we got to pay for that. And that's why Gettleman's going to be out the door if they if there's someone has a brain in ownership. Man, there were so many, and I was looking through a lot of the drafts the past few days, and man, there were just like so many small things that are just one couple picks behind, you know, Justin Herbert could be on this team. There's any number of guys that could be on this team that aren't because, you know, what is this, this Daniel Jones pick? And I have to go back to this and people talk about the Saquon pick all the time and we've hammered it to death and people on Twitter hammered to death. This Daniel Jones pick was a terrible choice, I think. And they shouldn't have gone quarterback in that draft at all. In my opinion, I, I think there was other options up there and Eli was still playing. And you know what? If they wanted to get a guy to mentor him for a year and then sit Eli like four games into the year, what was the point of that? Dan, your keyboard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's like it has its own microphone. I know, right? Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh, that is where the microphone's coming from. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But anyway, it's like it's like why 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 force that? You know, if you, if you wanted to let the guy sit for a year to learn under Eli, fine. But you didn't even allot him that opportunity. Just throw him right into the fire. Like what, what what's the thinking? There's no thinking. Sick of NFL. Like you have to draft a guy and like 
well, he's the sixth or he's a 10th pick and you know, you're going to have to start him. Like, why not? I know it's not financially feasible to just get a bunch of quarterback guys, like five, six guys for 5 million a piece and let them figure it out. <laughs> you know what the, you know, with competition, one in five guys that were big time quarterbacks in college or had started in the NFL. If you take five guys like that, and let them shoot it out. Like <laughs> one of them is probably good enough to start, like, and actually not have to, you know, just do it. Like he's already proven he beat five other I guys. I like that. I like that. I wish that was actually plausible because that makes a lot of <laughs> guys out there. Like Again, you have like, Jake Fromm, Mike, Mike Glennon, even Dan, throw Daniel Jones in there with like, you know, we don't care. Then we need someone actually good to be in the mix. We need like Josh McCown, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Josh McCown, Joe Flacco, Daniel Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jones, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tyler Henneke. Get them all in there and see what sticks, something like that. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, Gus Farratt, um Get some uh, Trent Brad Johnson. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, John Kitna. Oh, wow. So many good ones. <laughs> yeah. So many Bebo 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 Bebo's yeah. in here. Yeah, so Brad Johnson's. Of the world. Yeah, I love that. But to bring us back on on Dave Gettleman, we all know a quarterback that was available for nothing that they could have picked as a backup instead of Mike Lennon that he didn't this year. Minshew? Minshew, baby. Oh, man. Six-round pick. I think think we're going to talk about him. I think we should talk about him just for the rest of our (laughs) – I mean, it's hard because Colin has such a striking resemblance to Garner Minshew that, like, I feel like if any time we bring up quarterbacks that we could have had, it's the first thing I think of too, Dan. Yeah. Hey, Giants, sign me. <laughs> I'm ready. I can punt and I can snap too. I'll play You're special the varsity teams. long snapper. That's true. Can you um, line up? Also, you, you don't line up a guy over the long snapper either, do you? Uh, the NFL, you do. Actually, yeah, maybe not anymore. I, I don't they think got they got a free do. release, don't they? I yeah, think so. Sure. Um, also, I, I do want to say something too, which is probably the most infuriating thing that I've seen on on Twitter in the last couple of days. Is the idea that, yes, Gettleman's not long for being our GM, but they're probably not going to outright fire him. They'll let Uh, him retire. (laughs) Why? Because you're worried about his feelings? Like, what are you talking about? They don't want to sell his his fine uh, legacy that he's leaving? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Their own legacy. They they don't want to fire him because they're so worried about them looking bad. Well, Well, guess guess what? They look bad. They look bad. Yeah, they look awful. So why don't you just cut the cord? I mean, your VP of player personnel has been there for 10 years. The roster's terrible, and he has 100% job security. So what does that tell you about this organization? Yeah. Everything yeah. you already knew. You know, my, my, my guess is they're going to fire Dave Gettleman, and then they're going to get the uh, T-virus from Resident Evil and resurrect George Young's corpse <laughs> to come back. And hand select another bring GM. Team, bring this team into 2020, 20th century, 21st century, rather. That's all it's about. No, George Young is definitely dead. Ernie, of course, he's, he's still alive. He's still alive. Him. He's definitely yeah. still alive. Yeah. I checked out him out of fear, hoping that he was dead so he did, couldn't be involved in the next GM search. He, he will be. <laughs> he's 80. <laughs> he's 80. You know, the, you know what's gotten bad when we're, like, you know, actively saying that we hope someone's dead so they can't pick the next GM of the Giants? <laughs> I'm sorry to his kids. It wouldn't be terrible if we got old Orn, Ernie back in the building for one last pick. He's in touch. <laughs> He's in touch. Yeah, in touch with what? Life, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> barely. <laughs> Mortality. <laughs> got a handle on one thing. I mean, right now we have Giants have the fifth and sixth pick. Uh, 
Giants play the Cowboys next week, which we'll just obviously talk about later. And then uh, what the Bears have the Vikings. Nice to see the Bears lose last night, by the way. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, they looked pretty good in the first half, and I love that Matt Nagy was like, yeah, I'm having so much fun right now. And they came out the second half and just got dominated. <laughs> yeah. All downhill from that big win Ooh. on Thanksgiving over Detroit. Oh, yeah. huge. Yeah, huge, huge. <laughs> Wrap it up for the season. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. Even if you're a Giants fan and never get to see that. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be the winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TPPN. That's promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score, and you win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what I, I did want to say is that I actually thought that Saquon had the best run of this season in this game. And it was a four-yard run on third and three with three minutes left in the third quarter. And he put his head down, ran forward, and made contact and got four yards in the first down. Can't and it was it. the best run he made all year. What was the score about, at that point? 30-7? to seven? It was something bad. I mean... You know, there was so much garbage time, yards, and, and whatnot in this, in this game that you could look at it and not having not watched the game and think that the Giants had a good running game. They don't. But to me, at least like Saquon, got was, was running forward. And you know what's funny? It was like Sheriff was calling him out all game on his Stink. running style. Stink. And, Stink. You got to call him by his name. Stink. Stink. When Whatever. Stink's on the call and the Giants are on the TV. So, so big stink over there um, was making a big stink about, you know, uh, Saquon dancing around, not running forward. And I loved every minute of him talking smack about Saquon like that yeah. because it's and so he's a accurate. Big piece of garbage, too. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He is. What? what why yeah. is that? I always liked him on ESPN, but oh, I don't know anything can't, about can't him. Can't stand Slareth. No, he's all like six, so seven annoying. games this season. He's terrible. Yeah. I mean, he's better than Vilma. I, I will yes. say that Stink made a point of letting everyone know uh, on, that, on those last two Giants drives that. Um, the Chargers were playing second teamers. No, they took the starters out. So that's Make something sure to remember. People don't yeah. think that the Giants <laughs> might actually have promise or score a real touchdown. Gleaming in the foreground of what they could achieve to be against the right. second second Chargers yeah. unit. I mean, I appreciate. Yeah, against the second Chargers, they could be preseason darlings again. Well, Dan, you know, I have a I have a good one for your for you here. Is that? Um, Saquon got his first touchdown, right? Which gives him one for the year, if I'm correct. Or does he have another one? No. Uh, I mean, he might have had one at the beginning of the season. Anyway, yeah. he has very few touchdowns. Someone looked it up for me because I, I neglected to do that before. So Austin Eckler scored his 16th touchdown in this game. Sick. Do you know how the Chargers acquired Austin Eckler? Uh, he wasn't a free agent. Undrafted free agent. Uh, yeah. Oh. Undrafted free agent, second in yards and scrimmage, 16 touchdowns. Top five running back in the league. Is that good? Easily. 
Is that actually Easily. good? For the Chargers, it is, I guess, if you're not asking rhetorically. No. Honestly, I was just thinking this whole episode could be, is this good? Like, we didn't even need to, like, do a segment because it's just so bad at this point. Saquon oh, has four touchdowns right, this season, two receiving, two rushing. Is that uh, good? No. Second, second overall pick many, has four touchdowns. How many yards does he have? Rushing or receiving? Both, just both. Well, we'll take me both stats. Hold on, I got it. Rushing, 212. Oh, that's great. That's my Ew. guess. That would be good for one game. <laughs> no, that's my guess. What so is it actually? Do you get it? No, it's, I think it's uh, more than that. I can I can look it up. I think I have it here. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, it's very scary. And, you know, they're still having him split carries with Booker 50-50. Booker looks just as good as he does. All right, I got it. You want his stats? Ridiculous. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, 379 yards on 100 attempts. So that's nice, easy math for you. 3.79 yards per carry. Uh, two rushing touchdowns, averaging 3.8 yards a carry. That sounds like a replacement player from baseball. <laughs> replacement player running back would have that. Oh, my God. Oh, well, that's the whole point, yeah. Well, I mean, no, he missed no, half the season. He sounds like a running back from the replacements, actually. It probably has – well, he does have the dance moves, as we said uh. before. Yeah. You know, he would jump in that uh, that line dance in the jail cell and be right in there with those guys. <laughs> I, we could take the kicker, and he'd be more uh, productive than this guy. The Not English really. dude who smokes cigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's – that's. I mean, I love, anything Jay Cutler? In, it's good for me. Yeah, Jay, Jay Cutler. Smoking, smoking Jay Cutler, exactly. I wonder how he's doing. Is that website still in existence? I yep. hope so. My guess oh, is Jay Cutler best. is probably just being rich and happy somewhere with his hot wife. That's my guess. No, they divorced, bro. Yeah, they oh, got divorced. No. He so got here for money, too, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Steve's got it. Steve got it, TJ. You don't have you to took say my, You took my curse from me. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, hey, you want to know, know another good one? Um, so so Eli Penny broke, broke that streak of the Giants not having a uh, skill position player score a touchdown since week seven. Mm. So if we if – we, if we look at that moment, that tackles not a skill position. <laughs> <laughs> what were, who were the three guys? Who were the three guys who had touchdowns before Saquon scored another one? That the tight Andrew Thomas, the tight end. What's his name? Uh, Chris uh, my- Mayaki Myrick and yeah. Eli Penny. Those are your three TDs. Since- <laughs> how, how many weeks? Seven oh, weeks? My- <laughs> it must be. I think so. I think so. Since October, scary. Like scary. October. This is the worst run. Pages in the calendar. This well, is, is that good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that good? This is the worst run of, I think, five or six years since 73 to 80 I saw the other day. So we're back in the wilderness years. We're back. This is 2.0. Hard, we had some – there's some heartbreaking statistics from this past giant season. I, I got one because I'm a huge fan of is that good? Yeah, presented I got, that I got, a, I got a great one from you. I elaborated it from last week. Dan had the stat. So in the last two minutes before the half, the Giants this season are 59 and 0. Yes. <laughs> Given up 59 <laughs> points and have scored none. Yeah. Yeah, it got worse this week, yeah. How did yeah, they it not, got worse. How did they not even get a field goal in that period of time? Like you you, you can't like, just f it up and and get a couple yards and kick a field goal at some point. And actually, you know what? They could have had a field goal. And I want to bring up that sequence before the end of the half because I feel like it was the most defining thing about the Giants ever. So you have three run plays in a row with less than three minutes left. The defense was just on the field for 18 straight minutes. 18 straight minutes. Giants had a two-minute drive. 
Then you have a great special teams kick by Riley Dixon, which is the only good punt he had all year. Yep. The Giants get them to get the Chargers to go three and out. The Giants get great field position. They need about 10 yards to get in field goal position. Glennon misses Booker when he's <laughs> wide open, who could easily have made a first down. It was so bad. Like, and, and then, of course, the next play, the next series, the Chargers have no time left, and uh, Herbert makes that awesome throw for a touchdown. That's and it. by the way, I get it. That was a great throw. Logan Ryan and Xavier McKinney shouldn't let the receiver just run by them when there's in that situation. When it's a Hail Mary, an obvious Hail Mary at, before the end of the half. And, and you know, why, is it, why aren't they playing deeper? Why isn't someone back there? Like, who is ske- – I mean, we all give Patrick Graham credit, but the scheming in this, in this was terrible. It was just bad. Whether or not it was a scheme or them just weren't playing deep enough, I don't know. But that – when I watched that sequence, I was like, this is the New York Giants and how they are and how they've been. Yeah. Against scary. a good team. Yeah. Emblematic yeah. of a bad <laughs> – of not everyone being on the same page with that. This kind of brings me back to a point I made a couple of weeks ago when, when Garrett was first uh, uh, fired. Um, is it the play calling now? All right, let me say that again. Is it more the play calling or is it more the lack of talent on the team or just a combination of both? Automatic. Because Freddie Kitchens, is he awful? No, he had some some decent moments in, in Cleveland calling plays, right? I mean, like he wasn't a good head coach, but... He he called plays there, and he was. They were pretty, you know. They did some special things from time to time. Uh, is it just a matter of like it doesn't matter who who's on the field for this team? It's just going to be awful. I, I don't know. I, 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 it's like hard to tell because they can't even run plays that like normal offenses can run. That's how dysfunctional and bad the team is. You don't know what part. It's like a whole rotten bag of fruit. Like, there might be a good tomato in there, but how do you know? You have to dig through all the rot. That's a great metaphor. That's a great metaphor. That's why you bring in a new GM and just have him look through the rotting bag of vegetables and find the good tomatoes in there. Like, they're probably in there, and it's going to take a lot of effort to find them, but either that or you throw out the whole bag and just buy another random bag of vegetables and hope there's not too many rotten ones and which you is get lucky that's not realistic that's the thing like you can't do that you can't you can't cut everybody on the team it just doesn't happen that no. way no we should start yeah. an expansion giants team the new york giants too <laughs> um, as well yeah cut 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 john mara <laughs> cut him cut mara first nice guys when nice. we make our crypto billions off of the the ad revenue of this show we'll, we'll, we'll buy the giants that's the long-term plan that's what I'm talking about. Um, can I do my my? Uh, is this is this bad? Is, is this bad. good? Is this good? <laughs> I mean, I came up with it. I can't even say it right. Um, all right. So so for the those that are listening to the pod versus um, watching it, um, I'm going to present a video to the members on my iPhone on my computer screen, and I'll, I'll describe to you what's happening. But um, here you go. Ready, guys? Oh yes. God, yes. Um, so this is a play, a football play, where, where Mike Glenn gets the ball and he flips it, and then he, and then that receiver flips it again, and then that receiver flips it back to Mike Glennon, who's in the same exact spot where he flipped it the initial time, uh, and they throw an incomplete pass. It would almost be intentional grounding if it wasn't for that tricky dick. Well, here's my thing. Is this good? <laughs> that was the worst play I've ever seen, and I love that they it- ran a flea flicker like like on the same drive. Yeah. Stop getting cute. What are you getting cute for? Uh, <laughs> Mike Glennon literally drops back 30 yards. 
and then throws a five-yard pass at Saquon's ankles. It's like I, I, I have so one. Um, the the Giants' leading wide receiver at the half was John Ross with one catch for seven yards. Is this good? Oh my god! That Wait, so I I have a perfect piggyback. Is that good for that one? Please. For, uh, going back to that first half and statistics, um, one Giants player had the longest play for the Giants all season. It was 60 yards by the blocking tight end Kyle Rudolph. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That actually was a nice play. That was the longest play of his career, too. That's Dave Gettleman. Was it? Well, of course. He's a blocking tight end. No, no. I mean, he's he used to catch the, the ball, ball in Minnesota. Yeah. Also, I love that play because Glennon took a big shot, stood in the pocket, got hit, yeah. and then Rudolph, you know, fought for yards at the end. I was like, if we could get a couple more plays like this every game, you know, maybe I wouldn't – at least it'd be entertaining. You know, Maybe you know. the skill players should try, you know, having plays like that. Oh, like Andrew oh Thomas. you mean you mean like, like, like a skill player like uh, Kenny Galladay, who, uh, you know, two catches for 15 yards on eight targets, 0 for 4 in contested catches? Albeit, mm-hmm. like, Glennon wasn't really putting the ball in the right spot, but – didn't you give him seventy million dollars to make those fifty-fifty balls? He's not going to get oh. separation, but he didn't get any balls. He got, you know, but you know, I guess it's because he wasn't wearing socks in the first quarter. <laughs> what was that all about? What was that all about? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I looked at it. and I was like, something's off. But like, I, I guess it was okay. Either way, it's just like another Dave Gettleman move that you could have spent on an offensive lineman, or, like. Or in the draft, you know, I, I sent I mentioned Micah Parsons earlier as a joke, but nobody got my joke because Micah Parsons is having an amazing season with twelve yeah. sacks and seventy five tackles, among other things. And Giants could have had him. Giants could have had Rashawn Slater who played in this game um, on the other side of the ball and had a great game against uh, the Giants in that pass rush. And instead, you have Kadarius Tony who's played in eight games, has uh, three hundred fifty nine yards and no touchdowns. <laughs> Dave Gettleman, ladies and gentlemen, has been a problem off the field and has COVID twice. <laughs> oh yeah, he's on the IR now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when they drafted him, I was pissed, and then I think we saw what he could do, um, yeah. and we were happy for a while. But at the end of the day, you know, he he had he had some injury. It was kind of injury prone in college to a degree, and he definitely is now. If he wasn't in college, as we said in the prior pod. So to me, I mean, you know, if the, if you can't get on the field, then why be on the team? We said this about Saquon a hundred times. I mean, you invest these high draft picks. Even Daniel Jones is injury prone. You can say that about him now. How many games has he yeah. messed over his career? I don't know. We should look it up. But basically, you're. Am I allowed to type? These... Yeah, you're allowed to type, Dan. I'm sorry for giving <laughs> you so much, so much grief. Be a professional, um, TJ. Uh, um, can, can I go in a wildly different direction just because it's a story that I want to tell all you guys and it's very relevant and funny to us? Yeah. Okay. I hope all your stories so, are the, that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be telling them otherwise. No, well, I mean, I just think it, 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 I saved it since Saturday because it was yes, just yes. too I, funny. So what? What? I agree. What are you saying? I'd say yes. Oh, okay. I support you. Um, okay. So, yes. Uh, it's funny that Steve is on here. Um, we, you know, I've talked about my soccer fandom and all that. Yeah, New York City won the, the MLS Cup, blah, blah, blah. NYCFC! Very happy. Very happy. Very happy. Well, it's funny because Steve, when Steve and I decided to really get into soccer, he uh, – for whatever reason, and I've still not figured it out. I told you why. I made it very clear. I don't remember the reason, but he, uh, when he found out what MLS club I was going to support and then what Premier League club <laughs> I was going to support, he was going to choose the opposite team, the, the direct rival. Didn't go like that. You, because... wanted, you wanted to get into soccer because NYFC was coming, 
So we went when you were in game day regulars and had that awesome game day experience at the Red Bulls. Yes. And th- and they, <laughs> they had been around, so I decided I want to keep being a fan of the Red Bulls. I just don't want to jump ship to any new boat that's coming down. I would feel like a Jets fan. Well, but I didn't. But I wasn't a fan. I was just there. But anyway, that, that became is a fan was, from that yes. game day experience. Yeah, but well, then where did Arsenal come from? Because they used to be on the Yes Network, and that was the first yes. English Premier League oh, team. Yes. Fine, Good answer, fine. Steve. Yeah. That is a that's wit. That's why there'll always be the Metro Stars to me. Yeah, but anyways, so uh, um, Shawnee K and I went to Hammerstein Ballroom for the watch party that was on Saturday for the game. It was insane. It was like a concert, but we were watching a soccer game. It was absurd. How but much money you got to pay for that? It was free. Nice. It was absolutely free. Free and beer? We got, a free drink. we got a drink ticket. We were given drink. The club went up and beyond for everybody. It was insane. But anyway, we're on the train going down. Sean and I are sitting there. Uh, he's got a flask. I have a, a, a 24, and we're minding our, our own business. And- <laughs> a 24-pack? Yeah. <laughs> There's a family in, like, on the other side, uh, you know, obviously two sisters and their um, husbands and their kids. But they're, you know, maybe early 40s, mid 40s, but they're clearly partying. Like, like you can see them, they're, they're pouring it into their, uh, you yeah, know. They were whatever. going to SantaCon, probably. No, they weren't. They were just uh. going to walk around New York City with their kids. They had little nips. They were putting it in their, their Gatorade and stuff like that. And, you know, Sean and I were decked out in our, our, our stuff, and the, and the one husband comes up to us, and he's just like, hey, can I take a picture of you guys? I got a buddy. Uh, he's got uh, Revolution season tickets, and I want to bust his balls about it because we had beaten them in the game before, or a couple of games before that. Uh, and we just start talking. And they ask us where we're from, and, and Sean goes, oh, we're from Somers. And then the one woman, all excited and like kind of drunk, is like, oh, Somers, we know Somers. And uh, You're on the what's... metro north. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean you know Somers? <laughs> well, just, you know, brace, your, brace anyway. yourselves for this. They ended up being, they, they live in Brookfield, Connecticut, whatever. We asked them, oh, how do you know Somers then? It's like, oh, uh, our, our dad. Mr. Heller. He, our dad was an old guidance counselor oh. at Somers Middle School and High School. Dr. Sullivan. You're saying last names again. But, yes, we'll call him Dr. Jim. How about that? Yes, these were his daughters. They were just randomly on this train sitting right next to us, and we had to talk to them the entire ride down, and I wanted to tell them that their father was an awful human being, so bad, and, and Sean Can had I no idea because he didn't know the to, story. To, to why you would say that, please? What, what? I was going to go there, but I would like, like I like how you said a, a person's full <laughs> name Colin? and how awful they are. Why can't you say a, the last name of a teacher you had in high school? I mean, big deal. Anyway. Um, Fair. So when Colin was in eighth grade, he wasn't the best student on earth. No offense, no. Colin, but you know that's true. So yeah. Dr. Dr. Uh, Olivan was having a, <laughs> um, a meeting with Colin's mom and him. And he kept pointing at Colin and going, "Oh, so you think you're going to high school, huh?" No, this isn't going? exactly. <laughs> it. Let me let me let me actually say it. A reading teacher from seventh grade that would always, you know, tell kids to check what they were thinking about going. Oh, uh, Mr. Busey, he was the best. Uh, um, so apparently he's somehow related to the uh, Olivan family. So they started talking about him as well. So that's besides the point. Um, I'm sure it's a very riveting uh, story for the listeners here. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to tell you because it's just the guy who said I would never amount to anything, and he told my parents I wouldn't either. So it's just funny that I had to run into hey, his, look at you his now. children. And then NYCFC won right in his face. Yeah. 
You're yeah, on a podcast him. for the worst team in the NFL. You show him. <laughs> yeah. No, yep. I think the Lions are worse. I don't uh, think the Lions debatable. are worse. They have a better quarterback and have fewer wins. That's also debatable. Well, that's that's telling, isn't it? Jared Goff is very bad. Yeah. Very bad. He's very bad. He's had his moments. I think Daniel Jones could beat out Jared Goff for sure. I want to see them do it though. That's the thing. I want to see I want to have a quarterback <laughs> that's starting that beat out. This should be a what an amazing reality TV show that would be. Like, yeah, you start with 24 and whittle them down. <laughs> 24 quarterbacks in the offseason. <laughs> I bet you there's like 150 dudes that could do it. And you just got to get 20. I mean, we got Colin already. He got one cast member. Uh, yeah, I got I, I to get a little taller. My arms got to get stronger. And I have to not be 36 anymore. Yeah, this but you like have a show? to be guys in their 50s, though. This was a show, yeah. and Michael Irvin hosted it. And whoever won got a spot in the Cowboys roster. Oh, yeah. If yeah. I remember correctly. Wait, it was Did real? Did make it? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, he played in, like, I think he yeah, made Troy it on the practice Aikman. squad or whatever. Troy Aikman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the story of Troy uh, It was like that Philly, what's that Philly movie with Mark Wahlberg? Oh, Invincible. Uh, yeah. yeah, Invincible. I prefer the uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia version a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Donovan McNabb. Uh, just reminding you, eat at McDonald's with the dollar menu, eat fresh. Can I have my check? Syracuse, <laughs> <laughs> great, Donovan McNabb. Yeah. Um, should we should we should we mention the defense at all, or does it does it, does anyone care? They let up four TDs and Dexter I watched Lawrence this game had a, fast forward. I'll say Dexter yeah. Lawrence had a great game. He did uh, six pressures, one sack, three hurries, two hits, seven tackles, one for a loss. Tate Crowder, Bendarek, McKinney both had good games. Um, I think the one thing that I was reading, which I didn't really notice when I was watching the game, and I was reading it, I forget where that normally an edge defenders will have more snaps than than like defensive tackles. But you only had Aziz and and Roche on the field for fifty percent of the snaps each, and then Eckler was just running outside the whole game. Why do you Welcome. not keep your best edge defenders like on the field longer? Perhaps I mean, whose fault is that, Patrick Graham? You'd have to think so. You'd have to think so. I mean, not that like you know, obviously Lawrence and Austin Johnson. I mean, Leonard Williams is hurt now. Who knows when he'll be back? But they've both been playing well this year. But you'd think like, I don't know. Is it the scheme? I mean, I'm not I'm not the type of guy who you know, kind of sits there and breaks down film or anything like that. But you would imagine like the that defense would... doesn't look that bad though when they're out there. They yeah, just they get have... beat in bad times, which out is not what a good long. team does. Yeah. And they're out there for too long. Yeah, out there too long. I don't know. I think what also going to look good with 40 minutes of defense. 30, on... 34 minutes to 25 minutes time of possession. That 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 Chargers offense was also a pretty big step up. The next best offense they played was the Bucks. And that was that was four games ago. Yeah, and um, that guy quarterback is over forty four years yeah. old. I'm just saying, like like the Eagles game, the Eagles are giving that away, that game away. Dolphins are the Dolphins, and, and then the Chargers came to town and uh, just tore them to shreds. Yeah, I think we we talked about that like a few pods ago. We were like, you know, people started to say before the Dolphins game after the Eagles win that the Giants were going to win out and make the playoffs. And then I brought up the point. The terrible playoff mix. Like when they had 14 of the 15 teams in the NFC are in the playoff mix. Only the Lions who are 0 and 10. And then I brought everyone else against the Tampa Bay game. As soon as you put them against an elite quarterback, they just falter and shit the bed like right away. So, I mean, I I don't know why I went back to even saying that, but it was just like if you elite talent is going to destroy this defense, especially when they're gas and the offense can stay on the field for sustain more than a three and out or a two minute drive, whatever it is. 
Is this would you say the offense is worse this year, even though they're ranked better than last year? They were perpetually thirty first. They're ranked a little higher now, but I don't think it's any better. No, it's worse. I realize that there's injuries and Glennon has clouded our view the past two games because he's just exceptionally terrible. But yeah, I mean, it's so bad. Are there few? Are there even? You think it feels like there's fewer Daniel Jones turnovers in the whole season, but probably not. Uh, I saw a lot of statistics where that he's still like the worst in the history of the NFL with turning the ball over. Well, that's just because he's already a, he's got a head start now. So now it's going to be harder for him to chip away. He's got to have multiple seasons of barely turning it over. Why do we have to deal with that? I asked Dave. He fell in full bloom love, dude. Full bloom love. They're both out. They're both out the door, and we got to deal with Joe Judge. Uh, I, I think uh, I think Daniel's not going anywhere. Frankly, I think it's hilarious how they call him Daniel. I don't think that's because they're buddies. The rest of the guys on the team call him Daniel. What's the cap situation with Daniel Jones? Like, what what do we have him to, and how much do we owe him? Uh, well, he's about to be up for his rookie contract soon. Six overall pick. He'll have a f- yeah. F- the fifth year extension, I believe, will be the aggregate of the top five or ten salaries at that position, similar to a franchise tag. Twenty-eight it might be lo- million. It might be lower than that, but I know that it is some sort of calculation based upon what other people are making at the position, kind of similar to how like the franchise tag is. Um, yeah. We'd have to look that up, but yes, he will get a significant pay bump in the fifth year if they do decide to pick up that option. Um, whether or not they do, I think it would be a bad decision at this point, paying him that much. I think you, you release him. Um, and then if you want to bring him back, since probably no one else will want to sign him, you know, maybe bring him back in a better deal or move on. I'm telling you, he's going to go somewhere else and he's just going to end up being, it's, I wa- I almost want him to go be good somewhere else to say, to show how inept this organization is, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I'd rather not be good anywhere else and not stay in the NFL to show how bad Dave Gettleman is. Oh, that's fair. That's the ultimate. But, like, uh, yeah, that's a good point. So his his cap hit next year is $8.365 million. So he's in the $5 million quarterback club for one more year. <laughs> he's, he's in the room. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the only other thing I want to say about this game is the fake punt. Oh, oh yeah. So, was... so 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 this week this week you're down twenty and then you want to get aggressive, so you do a fake punt. Last week, on fourth and two, when you had a chance to win the game, you do a punt and net yourself twenty yards. This is this is the type of thing that I think why people don't like Judge anymore. For is sure. these bonehead decisions and, and there's no continuity in, in what they're doing. There's no rhyme or reason as to why you would do this play at this point and not at last week. I mean, the game was out of hand. You weren't going to win this game. You knew at the end of the half this game was over. So why get aggressive? Why get aggressive now? It's just insane. I don't know. I mean, it, 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 it's just a bunch of head-scratching decisions. Oh, wait. One more thing from this game I thought was funny. Uh, Stink, as, as you guys informed me, was talking about how small Austin Eckler was. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> he goes... He's small, but he plays big. He's built low to the ground, just like my wife. <laughs> I don't know if any guys got that. Uh, why would he say he something like, shout like out, that? Shout out to you, Kelly. And I'm just like, you're going to go home and be in some major trouble, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of amazing. 
Um, you guys have anything else you want to get on get on tape before we move on to the Cowboys? Um, well, I, I do. You think it's possible they could they could just quit for the rest of the season? We don't have to do this anymore. Shut they haven't right already. Down. Divisional game against the cows. They're not going to lay down. Oh, they're going to lay down. <laughs> yeah. They're going to lay down full and sp- like just sprawled out, ready to get stomped out. Colin's going to see Ezekiel Elliott's stupid face and just walk away. Oh, I hate that Ewok. Mm. Yeah, he's the, he's the worst looking Ewok I ever saw. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, okay, uh, so Cowboys beat yeah, the Cowboys. football team. They're 9-4. and four. They're in first place. No one's going to beat them from this division. Washington has an outside chance to make the playoffs on a wild card. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, you know what sucks to me the most is that we're playing the Cowboys next week, and I don't care, and I, and I don't care who wins, and I hope the yeah. Giants lose. And I hope the yeah. Bears. I hope the Bears lose to the Vikings. That's really the only thing I have left to look forward to is uh, losing the rest of the rest of the season and getting high draft picks. I just don't uh, care anymore. I'm, I'm out. I don't care at all. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely there too. Uh, I, I just want to go back to the football team since you mentioned them. Um, no, football team. I'm, yeah, a, yeah, it, I'm a big knower about football. Uh, 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 Tyler Heineke found a a pair of scissors that were thrown onto the field in their last game and. Uh, I guess that was FedEx Field. Uh, they give out scissors to throw at their players. Oh, now, that's good. Yeah, like, like when Yankee that. Stadium used to give out batteries. Oh no, that's in Philly. That's uh, the yeah, the link. Oh, the link. I, yeah, they... I, 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 I got to share that uh, video. Our friend shared with us the other day where they're in Philly, and like one of the you know some some guy in the front office like passed away. He was like old, a legendary in in like the Philly, Philadelphia Flyers organization. So they put out these like glowing wristbands on the seats and gave them out all out to the fans, and 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 the and the Phillies started losing so bad that instead of like the, they would like glow and do like a tribute when like they were all programmed or whatever it was, they just started throwing them on the ice, and and the announcers like, "Come on, guys, this is Philly. We have more class than that." And you just hear someone from the crowd go, "No." <laughs> <laughs> They booed Santa Claus. Yeah, so, I mean, threw I'm, batteries at Santa when they won the Super Bowl, and the dude was eating eating horse crap off the, 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 <laughs> in the middle of the road. I was like, "This is this is Philly, baby." I love that. They had to like grease up the light poles so that people couldn't climb them. <laughs> Give me a break. Wait, we didn't ask Colin the essential question. His team won the championship. Did you feel like eating horse manure? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the first thing I did. I ran right out to the thirty fourth. They had it set up. Chasing down a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was buffet. It was buffet horse. Joe Judge busted in there, calling it chocolate pudding too. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's good. No, it's good. I made it myself. Oh, uh, oh man. That was anyway, good. I mean, anyone? You got guys? Anything else to say about this Cowboys game? Because I really have I, nothing to say. I think Steve. I think Steve. We should hear from Steve. How are you approaching this game and the rest of the season? What's your mindset? You know, my mindset is now we're we're in rubberneck mode at this point. You got to admit, like we're hoping for a cleaning house. You know, we heard we heard Joe Judge is going to be safe, but we're hoping that's not true. So just I want to see rubbernecking. I want to see a hundred to zero in an NFL game. That's like you know not an antiquated like game from the nineteen fifteen. Like I want to see them. I want to see them get beat bad and lose terribly. I want to see Glennon. <laughs> Glennon have to go out, and we and we get to see Jake from, and then he yes, has to go out, from. and we have to see like what a human Jason Garrett. 
Let's bring Jason yeah, Garrett they, they, back. Yeah, they, they rehire Jason Garrett to be the emergency He knows the offense. <laughs> what do you saying? Are you saying rehire him, as like sign him as a, as a quarterback? As a quarterback, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Practice squad for a few snaps and then get him in there. <laughs> what a dumpster the fire. What did he used to do? With uh, fans? Clap. Clap. He clapped a lot, yeah. He's a, and clapper. Clapping up a storm in that backfield. <laughs> No, but here, you guys got to keep an eye on the draft. I think there's going to be some some good offensive linemen for the oh, Jets coming at coming out of NJT New Jersey Transit. You know the turnstiles, like you know they could, <laughs> they could stop the guys better. So NJT, <laughs> keep an eye on them. If Gettleman's still in that chair, you know he's going to take some uh, turnstiles. Without a doubt, some hog. The mollies. only turnstile I like is the band. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I just like to jump them. No, so I don't get caught. Such a street tough, Teach. Such a street tough. Well, they used to give you a ticket back in the day, but now you do whatever you want. Also, I have a life hack if you have our parent in New York City that you never have to pay. Did I tell you? Carry the child through. Aren't they allowed? No, so you just just have a stroller, and then you just wave at the dude, and then they open the emergency exit for you, and then you don't have to pay. Nice. Yeah. I think that's that's it. That's the rules. Well, all right. So next time, Teach, next time I'm in the subway with you, I'll just pick you up. And then we'll try the same thing, and I'll I, carry you I, through. I do act like a baby on, on many occasions, so maybe they'll believe it. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, all right, guys. <laughs> Steve, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, oh, it was a pleasure. Can, I'll be listening can... to this podcast back with myself, like really <laughs> getting into the metaverse with that. I'm, I'm sure it makes the podcast a lot better when you're on it. Because I know the one, the couple, the one that I missed, I didn't even listen to it. Because who cares what Colin and Dan have to say? <laughs> mm. I listened to that one. I liked it. I'm just yeah. kidding. It's good I, stuff. I, I, Steve. I'm just kidding. I definitely listened to it. Um, so you get Steve, Steve Bizzle on YouTube, and then Steve, remind us one more time when your comedy show is, please. January eighth at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club, ninety nine McDougal Street in Lower Manhattan. Nice. There you go. Uh, and please, guys, subscribe Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow the uh, Pigskin Podcast Net on Twitter and email us at Big Blue United Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to spam us with some nonsense. Uh, download that DraftKings app, and we'll see you guys next week for, I'm sure, another very exciting Giants pod because the Giants are very exciting to talk about. Have a good night, everybody. Just let it end.